What up, what up, fantasy football hustler back at you with another episode of Fantasy News Today. What is going down, peeps? What is going down? We got some news to talk about, but before we get into the news, let's shout out all the homies in the chat. Let's see who's in here ready to smoke it up. We got a meal in the house. What up, what up? Uh-oh, Tina said, y'all see the new Kelsey mustache? Such a power move, I like it. Derek, salute. Let's see, Phil in the house, what up, homie? Bakes a lot in the house, what up, what up? He said, what's good, 420 crew? Let's smoke it up. Hit thumbs up for the crew, let's get it. All right, I'm going to smoke on some of these wafers right now, our homies wafers hooking us up with some flour and we're still choking on it uh-oh and bake said damn chaotic is gonna be burnt kirk went right after she autoed oh man yeah people gotta pay attention uh, these two-hour clocks they come up fast on you and if we don't do two-hour clocks it's gonna be hard to finish in any count any any kind of like reasonable time all right, and Bogey should be here any minute. I know that I was the one who was slacking a little bit. Let's see. <sighs> got to start off with Cooper Cup. Now, this news came in right after we got off the show yesterday. Cooper Cup left practice early with a hamstring injury. The team is uncertain how long he is going to be sidelined. He's going to get an MRI. We'll know more information real soon chaotic said she's the one who got him yeah big tons autoed christian watson and then chaotic took christian kirk there we go yeah hell yeah and what up destroyer how's it going bro he said hey man how do you feel about deshaun watson this year for fantasy Anytime we talk about Deshaun Watson, we got to hit the drop. Hello, ladies. Deshaun Watson is a top eight guy for me this year. <coughs> Definitely going to target him. In a lot of leagues, traditionally, the Browns are a run-first team. I don't think it's going to be that way with them this year. Everything they're doing is all about improving the pass game. Yeah, Deshaun is one of those guys I'm targeting in a lot of leagues. If I can get him in a single QB league, I would (coughs) definitely be targeting him in, like, the mid to late rounds and being okay, like, passing up on some of those top guys. (laughs) And Bake said, oh, shit, makes sense. Had to take her husband. Of course. She's not going to mess it up, mess that part up. All right. How about Alvin Kamara? So he was, he met with Roger Goodell and, and others. He was supposed to, he's, okay, not was supposed to. He's expected to be suspended. We have no more info besides that. That is all we know. That is all we know.
right. And Emil said tomorrow's about to get a slap on the wrist for sure. Like I'm guessing like two games, two to let's say two to three games. You know, I mean, that's what guys were getting suspended for weed back in the day. Two, three games. That, that's what all that's what I'll say. I don't think he's gonna be getting Tino said five games, I'm guessing. It's a good guess. We have no idea, but it everyone's guess is as good as mine at this point. He still might not even be suspended. That's the thing that's crazy. He's expected to be suspended, but he went and met with the team and he didn't leave knowing the suspension. So I think this was like a hearing to hear his side of things type thing. And who knows, maybe within a couple of days, we'll actually get the news on what he's actually getting. And Destroyer said, I got him in the eighth round. That's money. We're always trying to get a guy like Deshaun in the eighth round. And just because Bogey's here and we're talking about Deshaun, why don't we just hit the drop for him? Hello, ladies. Uh, wait a second. What did I miss? Because I, you know how you're like, oh, I'm getting the thing together. Yeah. It's like a Carlos Jr. Like six minutes away. And I was like, he still has to clean the bong. I'm going for it. <laughs> and then when you text me the thing, it's like, I didn't even know. I was just waiting. I was like, all right, we'll wait until he gets me the link. And then I was like, oh, shit, he's actually on already. Made it in time, though. So he's got the burgers and everything. Yeah, so Kamar went, met with Goodell and some of the other higher-ups today, and they said he's expected. This isn't Roger Goodell that said it. This is, I don't even know who dropped this. Just different sources now, supposedly. But saying that he's expected to be suspended, there's no estimate of games or anything. I don't know. I don't, like, I, who said that? You know what I mean? It, it was right after his meeting, so that's why I'm just – Assuming there's a little bit of validity to it, but they cool. said he's expected to be suspended. That didn't say he's guaranteed to be suspended. There's no estimate of games because this is, it wasn't really him that did everything. It's a bad place at the bad time type thing. So I was like, is he going to get suspended more than like a Kareem Hunt who got eight games more than a Deshaun woman. Watson who that got like seven games? Come on. You know, what's crazy. It was a woman with the other one. And it was just Kareem Hunt. It went like, that was my twin brother, Raheem Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, could, hey, Kamara could be like, this is all my, this is my, we're quintuplets. Whatever. Okay, look all exactly like me. Yeah. And uh, Emil said, Kamar did it. Let's be honest. See, that's the thing. I don't know. I didn't see it. He was involved. To be honest, I didn't see it, so I don't know. He was involved in that ass beating, but you couldn't really see how many times he hit or kicked the person or if he even connected with anything. He, The dude was getting stomped out for sure, but it was like he was getting stomped out by five guys in dreads who all look alike. So you just find any excuse to talk to him. Hey, what do you think of this trade? You like fantasy? Yeah. <laughs> calls him a big booty. Hey, shit, if there's any kind of icebreaker, might as well use it, that's for sure. And uh, Charlie Brown said the angle I saw, you could definitely see Kamar connect with a few, but that's not um, what he pled guilty to. So I don't know exactly. What if they were doing the brand new This wasn't assault. He didn't get convicted of assault. Yeah, they can't. They can't. I don't think they're going to be charging him with however many games due to assault. It'll be what if they were doing that new? They were doing some new age capoeira, bro. They were there, Camara doing capoeira, bro. They were just dancing with him. They didn't know that capoeira is a dangerous dance. 
And Phil said bogey on the clock in 50. All right. Which one is that one? Uh, uh, casino. Oh, I'm back to back up. Casino. Destroyer said, would you take a shot on Sky Moore or Zay Flowers? It'd be Sky Moore, who I'd be leaning to. Yeah. Zay Flowers is he's interesting if and when there's an injury to one of those receiving core because he's uh he's a third he's a third option but they're gonna he's gonna play out wide though there's no more marvin jones so maybe that kind of solidify he's not gonna be rotated with another guy out wide three wide receiver set shit javante williams it's crazy how we just like the news getting just gets up and up and rising on this scale he has taken a majority of the first team reps so far in training camp which they bring over p ryan over there and I don't even know who the hell else they have. McLa- they got a rookie kid, McLaughlin, that they're really hype on. So I, I'm a fan of this when it comes to taking the risky players that have high upside. You, you got to have the handcuffs. I'd try to, I'd make it a priority to have that entire backfield if I had Javante, because like Javante is only going to start going higher with this news, and like yeah. now the the risk that was baked into his ADP is starting to become like high level risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love him where we were getting him in best ball and kind of even dynasty. I don't think I got him in any of these dynasty startups. So he's going hella late because of the ACL. Now that we start getting good news, all these casual redraft folks are going to be coming back into the mix. And bro, I told you, to bro, bro, the ACL ain't nothing these days, bro. <laughs> Uh, here we go. Yeah. This was another piece of news that we had to talk about. Ramondre Stevenson. So, they're managing his workload at camp. And the blurbs that came out made it sound like it was almost for injury. But Ramondre came out and he was like, I have no idea why I'm not practicing. You got to talk to Bill. He's good. It's just, it's the managing. He's good. They're getting other guys involved. He's the yeah, guy. He was beat up in the stretch there. They don't, they didn't really, they tried to bring in a James Robinson. That didn't work out. They cut him. They still probably bring in another body for depth. The guys that have came available so far are expensive, like Fournette and Cook. So they haven't went that route. And because they haven't got that route yet, they're probably trying to conserve him. What I don't like is Stevenson saying, you got to go talk to Bill about that. Bill's going to be like, shut up. Because he's, he's, he's not hurt. He's not hurt. No, he's not hurt. But I'm talking yeah. about like for the stretch, they're trying to conserve him. I'm just saying, if you look back to the tramp, the tramp, <laughs> the camp, reports i thought of training camp and camp as a tramp reports <laughs> check the tramp reports and uh, last couple of years they're riddled with soft tissue injuries going into the year you know what i mean yeah. remember anyone who was worried about damian harris taking away from stevenson last year he got soft tissue and the, the thing was like yes yeah it's gonna linger right. and it did they weren't really limiting like either one of them in preseason necessarily they're both oh. getting a good amount of work and all the practices this year, Ramondre is the guy. Like, they know he's going to be the main guy. Because the of Damian. always throws out, I'll lob it up to you. What's that stat you always throw out about his reception? He has, he has 69 receptions last year. 69, dudes! 51 of them hoes came on first or second down. We like that because that means that if and when they, they don't give the entirety of the workload to Stevenson, I don't worry about his receptions taking a ding because – He's getting a lot of it on early downs. And this is just, even though it's Bill O'Brien now, this is something Bill O'Brien been doing when he was in New England, took yeah. it over to Houston. I know you guys remember when they had Duke Johnson, they would play action off of Duke, then throw it to him in the flat. Like they, this would be like first down shit. This is something 
this whole coaching regime does. Josh McDaniels took it over there to, to the Vegas. That's why you see Josh Jacobs have 30 plus t- receptions on first or second down. This is just like what this, this staff does. So I'm not really too worried about Stevenson as I was like two months ago when they were adding pieces. And I'm like, now they're not adding pieces. So I feel good about it. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, Josh McDaniels and the Raiders, so they said that they're open to restarting, like starting over. All right, all right, Jacobs, we know that you're like really pissed off, but we want to just take a step back. I was wrong. You were right. (laughs) You're, I'm, uh, you're, I'm ugly. You're good looking. (laughs) Everything. And uh, what they said, and uh, what they said, quote unquote, like when they're asking him, they're asking him about the contract standoff. And he said, quote unquote, we're looking forward to getting him back integrated and integrated into the group. So <laughs> there's nothing like from Josh Jacobs that says that would happen, but he's keeping hope alive, baby. He's keeping you know, hope alive. I like how Josh Jacobs, it's crazy because there was a point in his life where him and his dad were living in the car and then he got, he, he got into college and then those days were behind him when he got to the NFL and he was taking, now he's taking care of his family. He and that is to, an amazing story, by yeah, the way. He wants this bag. What's crazy is that the people like the average Joes like us that aren't getting money, like professional sports money, they're like, oh, he's getting millions of dollars already, bro. It's like, no, he's a running back, bro. This is my, he'd be one of his only chances to get a bag. The for Every day that goes by, he gets older and that hurts his, him as a running back. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like the percentage of running backs that get like, how about let's say a second contract that like a st- like that deems like a starting running back, not these two years for eight mil or two years ten or twelve mil, like not nothing like that, like a real actual contract. If he doesn't get one this year, who knows if he's ever gonna legit get anything yeah. more than like a two year twelve, two year fifteen mil contract. Look at the running backs. That lasts for a while. James White's, the Gio Bernards, Darren Sproles. Uh, yeah, Darren Sproles. Because not only the roles that they play they tend to last longer because they're not in the trenches taking a beating like that, but they're also guys that are like, yeah, I'll pay for $2 million for two more years. Yeah, I'll do. you know what I mean? And they just play for 10 years, but the type of money they make is in one of these big contracts that you're supposed to get or at least demand when you lead the league in rushing and he was a top two three running back the last two years straight so it's josh jacobs time to get paid like if he don't get paid now and then whoever was whoever was or is willing to pay him they're always going to feel like they're overpaying because that's the market right now and the perspective on the running back position as a whole yeah it's ridiculous he says it goes to show you how much of a beast frank gore was there ain't no lie in that. No, lie. Hey, they weren't even listen. Frank Gore, they, they were like they were paying him with clues. <laughs> you know what the clues led to? The fountain of youth. They said, "Hey, we got the next clue for you. Play for the next couple years." And he just then he found it, bro. And I don't know why I'm found the fountain of you youth on the show when I brought this up, or you were in the Matrix or something. I just thought of it now and talked about it earlier this week or at the end of last week. How do you like Frank Gore being in the front office? Love it. Yeah, I think I was walking back onto the stream when we were talking about it. I love it, man. It's like um, where everybody knows your name. Okay, say you're like 
say you're a, a quarterback on the come up, right? And Payne Manning, you go up to Payne Manning, you say, Payne, man, big fan, you're one of the greatest, blah, blah, blah. You just do this, right? You know, if you're a running back, when you see Frank Gore, you do that. Christian McCaffrey has to be so stoked. Teach me, bro. Could you imagine what if Frank Gore just sprinkles his pixie dust on CMC and like CMC just like never gets hurt again in his career? What if like <laughs> CMC gets hurt, but then he comes back, he's like super strong. You know what I mean? Something's going on here. And then, then he runs in, runs in the touchdown the next week, and he rips off Whiteface, and it's Frank Gore. <laughs> he's back. No one would get mad at Frank Gore Whiteface because he's the immoral one. No oh, man. <laughs> hey, Mike Joseph in the house. What up, bro? What, what up, Mike? So AJ Brown over St. Brown in Dynasty at the two point. We said two point one four, two point two, two point twelve. It's close. I feel like these are two guys specifically that I go back and forth on a lot. And I do like AJ Brown more than Amon Ra, but like Amon Ra is younger. He probably gets more targets, might not get as many touchdowns, but I don't feel like we should even be thinking that he's not going to get double digit touchdowns. If I was of the mindset that I don't believe that Golfel is going to be there in a few years, I actually think like they'll retain him. I you think so mean? too. I so like I don't worry easy. about that aspect anymore like I used to when I used to make this decision. Yeah. I used to be like, man, how long is he gonna be with Golfo? And at least with Golfo, his history going all the way to the Rams shows that he could support one and he's has supported two fantasy options in his history. So with it just being basically the one St. Brown, I like that. Yeah, and it show it showed last year he went over a hundred receptions and this year he's going to start off with no jamison williams so there's i should get off to a hot start that is for i sure. should expect a concentrated target market share here and like aj brown i don't think he goes over 100 i think he's the guy that threatens like 80 85 and, and that's not missing any time and maybe he gets to the double digit touchdowns but it's he's also just a lot of options over there a lot of great options and he's the best one he's going to draw the best coverage so he is a gangster though he did so have 145 targets last year. He only comes down with 88 of them. Yeah. And see, and I think he, four yards shy of 1,500, 11 touchdowns. And that, that almost just says automatically, like, I'm going to go A.J. Brown. But, <laughs> maybe, but and to answer the question, I am going A.J. Brown. It's just it's splitting hairs because I – St. Brown's a lock for a hundo, and but the the security of the, here goes. the here security goes. with Jalen Hurts is there. He's there. With AJ Brown got a contract. They're not going anywhere. Like they're yeah. you he got paid. Here goes Amon Ra's stats, which are amazing for a sophomore guy. How about not amazing? But they're really good for a sophomore playing for a team that we didn't think was going to be too worth a shit two years ago. 146 targets. And this is like missing two games as well. We're not even going to count. We'll call it 145 targets and we'll take two games away because that one game he got injured and went and took concussion protocol after the first catch. He was about to get 169 targets, bro. He really was. 69, dudes! 145 targets, 106 receptions, 1161, six touchdowns. That was an improvement from the five the year before as well. See, and here's the thing too, is like Goffle has one of the worst... Oh, not the worst, but one of the, the 
What up, Axel? He has one of the more horrible red zone conversion rates when it comes to touchdown conversions. In well, the red well, zone. Okay, do you think that Jamal Williams crying and running all those in, that, that took away from his red For zone? For sure, but it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did they try to get it in with Jamal and they hit right away, or were they trying – to, and they're like Jamal now, you know what I mean? Because he, I hey, he went into that huddle and was like, All right, guys, I need you to remember that ain't us, okay? We need to keep it on the ground because that ain't us. Everybody just started laughing, like, like What you're laughing at? <laughs> you're crying, yeah, yeah. Man. Don't, you still got some dog, man. Still get, don't, don't get it twisted. Got some dog in us. You could say the same thing for AJ Brown. Oh. Yeah, I think Jalen hurts it. Like when you, when it gets to the red zone, he's the guy who calls his own number a lot of the times. Shit, and then also, Goddard is, is Goddard is a crazy ass red zone target for him. You know what I mean? So it's certain things. But then again, too, is AJ Brown. A lot of his touchdowns they came from outside of the red zone last year. He have six. I think only two of them were in the red zone when I was looking. Something yeah. like that. And Chris Bay, he said, "What is going on in here? What up, Chris? You better calm down." Yeah, calm down, Dad. Take your pills. Take your, take your medicine. All those capital letters. Just chill out. <laughs> uh oh, this is funny. <laughs> All right, here we go. Just because, like, anytime we get a blurb, we're gonna go crazy. We're gonna make sure that we uh, that we shout it out. Marty said, "Okay, I'm starting to buy into. Buy, I'm starting to buy into this James Cook hype." And just like that, we got to notice. Might have been at the same time that he put this in. James Cook is quote unquote going to take a large portion of the carries and. In the past game, he's going to be the kind of that kind of dual threat guy for us. And this is out of Josh Allen's mouth. You just shouldn't be. You know what's crazy is like I, I, I was just being too precautious because it, Josh Allen. It's it, it, he, he's the guy that another guy that calls his own number a lot in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And they did say they want to use his legs more of a luxury instead of just yeah. using him as a straight up battering ram down there. But how about this? Devin Singletary had phenomenal numbers basically two seasons in a row for where we're drafting him. Not, I mean, like, this is, I don't know why, now that I think about it, like, why I should be surprised that we're not, we're all barely coming around to the James Cook thing. Yeah. And I wish I had him in more best ball because we're probably getting him a little later there, but also seems early for him as well. He's definitely like a redraft guy. He could be a solid, like, dynasty guy. That remains to be true. We haven't seen him carry the load, and that's where the caution is going to come from me just no matter what, because he wasn't a load-carrying in college either. You need the receptions. And like just like I said, I guess if you want to be a James Cook guy, you'll feel comfortable about what to expect from him or maybe even temper your expectations from what to expect from him just by looking at Singletary's numbers. Singletary's numbers were really decent, but it wasn't like – if Singletary was there this year, we're drafting him and he's going outside of top 36. And that is crazy thinking about this is one of the better offenses. And there was like little to no hype on James Cook until now. Yeah, we're about to get up out of here. Be back in like, we'll be back in two hours or at least me. Bogey will probably be moving some couches around at that time. But uh, yeah, we're going to do the playmakers. Yeah, we'll hit some playmakers up. Playmakers will be back sometime after seven. We'll say that. And uh, go subscribe to the podcast, the 420 Crew, or at least the Fantasy Football Hustler podcast, Silver Screen Breakdowns. We've got Necessary Roughness coming this Friday. And the Varsity Blues. If you didn't catch that, go catch the upload on uh, the Silver Screen Breakdowns YouTube. I got to rent that Necessary Roughness. 
Yeah. Or buy it. If it's worth if it's worth buying. It was worth me buying it for Stu. Because we'll figure out ways to like watch this. Well, I gotta watch for the time constraints. I'm gonna have to rent it. But if I like oh, yeah, it, that's true. here's that's the true. thing too. I don't even got anything to play on it. Why we got a PS5? But yeah. And then Prime I could damn there overnight. That shit for real though. And uh, Marty said Spencer's doing the mock tonight. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Peacock said that. We should do the dual stream. <laughs> we could. Yeah. I don't know what time he's doing it though, because I'm bringing I'm doing Oh yeah, no, he does his joint. I'll hit him up though after this. Okay. Let's see what he's talking about. All right. Yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll do like an hour. We're gonna do more than an hour if we do or when we do playmakers. All right. We'll see you guys later. Multiple shows. Peace out, peeps. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.